Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on the Outdoor Drive podcast. This is your boy, East Coast Trev. And this is Steve. What's up, Steve? Oh, same old man. I'm just sitting here in the nice, warm comfort of the house. What are you oh, doing? It's fucking, it's fucking cold out here, buddy. I'm shriveling away to nothing. Where Where are you at? What are you doing? Uh, I'm in Ohio. I'm in I'm in the woods. Looks like you're in the rain. It is raining. I'm standing here in the parking lot of uh, of the wildlife area here in Ohio. Well, why don't you explain to everybody uh, why you're down there? What you what, right. how this all came about? This always comes about. This is overview. All right. So the normal for me, man, is I shoot from the hip <laughs> and hope for the best. And um, well, we had planned on coming down on Friday, and uh, I had gotten off the boat. One thing led to another, and, and uh, I said, you know what, screw it. I got a couple extra days. Instead of hunting home where all the small deer are, I'm going to come down to Ohio and try and hunt some big boys a couple days early um, because it was here. So that's where I am. I got in the car, I rented a car, and I drove 10 and a half hours, and I touched ground yesterday, and I've uh, been scouting since, and now it's time to hunt hard. So we're going to do this tonight and uh, get get on to hunting. Hell yeah, dude. No, I, I'm stoked mainly because when I get down there, you're already going to have some general idea and save me a lot of walking time. Uh, I mean, that's, that was kind of more or less like my, my motive to this was get down here, get some boots on the ground, kind of understand things. We had a couple of rainstorms. One, is, one was last night. We got a little bit coming in tonight, and then Thursday is going to be a complete blowout. So everything that I do get in and, and move around on is going to be rained on. So – um, everything will kind of be fresh for when everybody else gets down here. Right. Well, it's already looking up for you. Uh, awkward situations. We won't yeah. have to all of that, but you've already seen one shooter from, we'll say technically from the tree. Yeah, yeah man. Um, it was, I was halfway up the tree and I had heard something over my left shoulder and I turn and there's a deer and he had turned about face and went back into the thick bedding area. Um, I don't know how big, man. He just had he had antlers on one side. I don't know. I would have shot him. I guess he was. Yeah. Uh, he had a full. He was a full rack buck. So um, I'm not down here to shoot a giant. I know that they're here. Um, I'm just here to shoot a respectable buck. So whatever happens, happens. I might even shoot a fucking doe. I whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, is what it is. It's crazy though. I mean, it's it's one of those areas where, you know, it's a little bit different coming from northern part of the East Coast, where a lot of the land, like we're looking at big parcels of timber, and like you try and figure out funnels and pinch points and saddles and so on and so forth. With when you come down here, everything is ag with a little bit of timber. So there might be five acres of timber on fifty acres of ag, 
or you know like down here on this public land there's standing soybeans there's standing corn there's standing uh switchgrass type stuff and and there's a small piece of timber where i would say fuck that i'm not going in there and you go in there and there's just runs and trails everywhere and you're like wow this is how this works and the thing right now is that there's about to be a cold front that snaps through here Thursday and things are really shaping up to be that, that rut is really going to kick off. Um, there's rubs and scrapes everywhere. I'm watching everything and the weather on Halloween freaks come out and I got a feeling dude, my gut tells me somebody's doing something on Halloween. It's crazy, man. This, this, this whole entire rut pre rut thing, this snap here that we're hunting is just going to, it's going to turn on like a light switch. I feel, I really honestly believe it. Hell yeah, dude. No, that's too cool. Well, I guess we should probably uh, get to rolling a little bit and uh, yeah. Thank a couple of those people that are making this happen. Oh, hold on i hear something else coming in you're right let me go ahead and turn that up since you're not at a computer yeah is there a little bit maybe some bad interception here (laughs) nope nope i found it i got it here we go let's crank it up Hey everyone, Mike here with some news for your crews. Let's kick this one off in Utah, where the application period for the most sought-after hunting tags in the state has begun. The Utah Sportsman's Tag application process opened October 21st and runs through November 10th. The Sportsman's Tag allows hunters to hunt almost any unit in the state, as well as providing extended season dates, but only one Sportsman's Tag is allotted per species. Uh, Unfortunately for most of us, these tags are only available to Utah residents, but for Utah residents who will be 12 years or older before the season start can apply for the permits. Uh, Hunters can apply for as many of the species as they want with a $10 fee for each species applied for. Uh, The species available for this year um, sportsman tag are uh, bull moose, bull elk, desert bighorn sheep, rocky mountain bighorn sheep, black bear, bison, cougar, wild turkey, buck deer, and buck pronghorn. Uh, If selected in the drawing, the sportsman's tag, uh, for the sportsman's tag, you can expect permit fees to range from $35 to $513. Also, hunters cannot use or earn bonus points for this tag, and a valid hunting or combination license is required to apply. Uh, The results will be available by... um, November 18th. So good luck to those applying for one of the nine tags in the state. Uh, On to Idaho, where non-resident hunter uh, hunting and fishing fees will be increasing for the 2021 seasons. Uh, The licenses haven't seen an increase since 2009. Uh, These increases will take effect December 1st of 2020. And the fee changes will include uh, non-resident combo fishing and hunting license will increase from $240 to $264. The non-resident hunting license will increase from $154.75 to $185. The non-resident fishing license will increase from $98.25 to $108. Non-resident deer tag will increase from $301 uh, to $351. 
Uh, and the non-resin elk is the big one, increasing from $416.75 to $651.75. Now, you might say, well, I'll just buy my license and tags before December 1st. Unfortunately, non-residents cannot purchase their 2021 licenses and tags until December 1st. However, non-residents can purchase a three-year license at current prices, which would be valid through 2022. Uh, the non-resident deer and elk tags will also become available on December 1st. Uh, just be aware that the deer and elk tags sold out last year much earlier than in previous years, and hunters should expect similar sales this year. Now let's head back east to Maryland, uh, where results are in for the most recent rockfish or striped bass spawning survey. Uh, unfortunately, the results are not looking good in Maryland. Uh, the Maryland DNR has reported that the 2020 Juvenile Striped Bass Index is 2.5, well below the average of 11.5, and even worse than last year's 3.4. The DNR has been collecting uh, Young of the Year data since 1954 and collect fish with 100-foot beach scene nets at 22 sites along major spawning areas in uh, several rivers and the upper Chesapeake Bay. Although these are the lowest number seen since 2016, DNR has pointed out that striped bass are known for highly variable annual reproduction, which is often uh, influenced by environmental factors. And other species, including white perch, yellow perch, and river herring, with similar spawning habitats, saw the same drop in reproduction this year. This poor year for spawning compounds an already struggling striper population, which was determined in 2019 to be overfished and that uh, fishing mortality was higher than the population could withstand. Maryland has seen changes to the striped bass fishing regulations, um, same as we have up here in the Northeast, um, but some are saying that the changes didn't go far enough. And Maryland DNR is actually currently taking public comment on a summer season, season closure for the 2021 season. Uh, if you're interested, you can provide comments uh, on that closure at dnr.maryland.gov. And then, uh, I guess, conversely, some better news uh, out of Virginia this year. Surveys revealed for the eighth straight year um, average or above average numbers for juvenile striped bass recruitment. This year's index was 13.98, where the historic average has been 7.77. Although these numbers did come with an asterisk. Uh, Hurricane Isais and COVID resulted in 19 fewer sites being sampled this year, uh, which means that those numbers could be uh, high uh, just based on the lack of sample size. So with that, uh, if you have any news to send along, it'd be greatly appreciated. Haven't seen much coming in lately. Um, you can reach out to me on Facebook, uh, Mike Salter, or on Instagram, bearded underscore bowhunter21. And with that, enjoy the rest of your ride. All right. So, <laughs> sorry, it's a little crazy out here. It's, uh, I think, the wetness. But I'm actually standing in the middle of the field. It's the only place that I can actually get service here. So, it's, so, um, what, what have you been up to, Steve? Work, man. Uh, I got to burn these hours and earn these hours so that I can get the hell out of here on time and get down there and make the next 11 days or so worth it. So oh, I've yeah, just dude, been grinding here about, trying to. I know, you've been busting your ass. Background and 
but it's worth it because I figure I'm leaving my good spot here alone, not screwing them up. So when we get back, you know, all goes well, they won't be hindered and we'll be able to jump on some good rut action when we get home. So I'll show you, I don't know if you guys can see this, but this is, this is a piece of public land with all soybean fields, standing soybeans. Fucking nuts, right? Pretty oh, crazy. Yeah. I was standing in the middle of it. But uh, we should probably thank these sponsors so we can get on because we should probably get this guest on. I'm pretty excited about this one. This one, uh, you guys better hold on to your stomachs and your cheeks because this is another <laughs> another stitcher. Yeah, we're, we're two weeks straight up having a blast. So, yeah. Go ahead and uh, let's see how you do off the top of your head. Oh, that's going to be real tough. So first off, I want to thank Wild Edge Inc., <laughs> the leader in mobile hunting, who is definitely getting me up the tree um, with their perch and their uh, stepladder. Also, uh, you can check them out on wildedgeinc.com. Um, to go along with them, keeping me mobile out here in Ohio, is Out on the Limb Manufacturing, outonthelimbmfg.com. If you guys haven't checked them out, go ahead and check them out. They, uh, they make the Shikar sticks. They make the podiums, the uh, ridge runners, are also our camera arms that we're running here, the uh, reach, and who else but broadside camo, um, photorealism camouflage. This uh, sender sweatshirt is definitely if, keeping me. Go ahead. If you watch the YouTube version of this, where Trev chose to end up standing where he had service tells you all you need to know. I mean, it's freaking crazy watching him. There's a, there's a face and a beard. And that's Ready? it. Uh, I'll go so, back there. Ready? If, so it's low light condition right now. If I stand right here, so like I would be in a tree. Is that insane? The photorealism is, is out of this world, dude. And now that the leaves are starting to fall, like I'm obviously on the ground, but if I was in a tree, that ascender series where I would put myself up here would be a whole different ball game. So go and check them out. Oh yeah. Um, that's broadsidecamo.com. Uh, we do have a promo code with them, Outdoor Drive. I love that hat, dude. Yeah, I just got my ascenders in and Scott sent me a, a freebie in there. And I was like, dude, this thing is dope. That's so, fucking awesome. Yeah. Check them out. Get your swag. Uh, also, Nor'easter game calls. Um, get them in close. Your custom grunt calls, duck calls, goose calls, coyote calls, howlers, you name it, they got it. Nor'eastergamecalls.com. Um, they got some pretty badass shit over there. Uh, definitely get them in close. I'm actually really excited to be using those this week and next week, especially the ruts here. So get on, order those, and have those shipped out to you as soon as possible. Also, um, I almost forgot, Timber Tumblers. Damn, almost forgot about them. No, I didn't forget about them. <laughs> That's what keeps the, the, coffee, the coffee warm here on the road and on the drive. Um, the best custom 
you can get Yeti, whatever you want. Um, it's a badass shit. Timbertumblers.com. Um, there is a link in our new website that is live right now, guys. If you guys haven't got over there, still getting a little bit of work on it, but it is live. Theoutdoordrive.com. Um, all of our sponsors and everything are right on there at the bottom. You can scroll through all of our YouTube feeds, um, Facebook feeds, everything. You can get it all on there. You can also contact us through there with our email. Um, it's all on there. Everything that you could possibly, you can listen to the podcast there. You name it. You got it. Um, also wicked and twisted bowstrings, wicked and twisted bowstrings.com. Uh, we will talk about a little bit of that here on this podcast, uh, with Mr. Theo, the King Shaka. I know I'm letting it out, but I couldn't hold. No, that's all right. So back. Um, <laughs> but um, we'll talk a little bit about those the wicked twist bowstrings. You can get those wicked twisted bowstrings.com. Um, and anybody else? Am I forgetting somebody? I think you're good. I think I am too. I hope I am. Um, I mean, everybody you, else. You, you pretty well ran through that. It's like you've said that a time or two. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's uh it's a little crazy from the field, not being in the studio, but I love it, man. This is what this time of year is, man. We make the best of the situation and go with it. So, Hell but. yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm looking forward to getting my ass down there. I've got the, uh, the, the pile and mess back here in the, the back of the room of should I take, shouldn't I take, maybe I may need this, I should take that, I should have an extra one of these. You know, so that's all going on right now. And uh, I look forward to piling the truck up and meeting you down there Friday. So I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm, I'm glad that we can share another haunt together and, and uh, hopefully we can get some big bone. I, we, I know we've punched some tags together. So we got that, that monkey off our back. Now it's just time to, uh, to, to step it up. Shit. I'm expecting to show up there and already have bone in the garage. So don't let me down. Ooh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping, man, but uh, I don't know yet. We'll see. If I keep doing the Trez bloopers, who the fuck knows what's going to happen? <laughs> nah, you'll be good, dude. Um, yeah. Just keep grinding, and uh, we'll keep everyone posted. So, Sounds good, man. Meantime, what do you think we ought to just uh, roll right into this? Let's go. Let's go see. Let's go see all our right. man. We're going to go. We're going all the way up to Boston from Ohio. So let's see what Here happens. Here we go. <laughs> nice shot. Comes a shooter, shooter, big buck. Stack, stack, stack. back on the phone with Theo King Shaka what's up brother not much just living the dream you you're always living the dream I'm trying not to wake up either yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't blame me man I don't blame you uh, it's it's uh why, why don't you tell everybody who you are man where you're from and what you do me I'm just uh 
good old kid from Boston, born and raised, who happened to stumble into the outdoor stuff. But now, every summer I went down south, hung out with my family from South Carolina, and my grandfather got me into hunting. So ever since then, when I became an adult, I went straight forward. Started off with rifles and pistols, and then I got into the archery thing, and that blew up. So I think I'm stuck <laughs> with it. Rabbit hole. Yep. It'll pull you down. So, 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 so why don't you tell them, tell them your name? Because you forgot that part. <laughs> oh, what happened? You said what? Tell them about what happened in I said you forgot to tell them who you were. You forgot. No, you forgot to tell them who you were. <laughs> I'm the king. <laughs> I'm the but king. Not everybody knows that. <laughs> I'm the man with the natural camo. That's what we call it. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Black it. Rambo. Uh, this I got so many names, ain't even funny. Yeah, Robin from the hood, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's badass. The, That's funny as shit. The king, the king ball buster. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Nobody my title. Be- That's your title. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So so so, how did you how did you get into hunting, man? Like, what where did it all start for you? Well, my grandfather. It's kind of messed up how it really started. He gave me a pig. I had to raise it for those couple of months I was down there. And he came, he's like, all right, it's time to eat. And I was like, eat? What do you mean? Are we going to eat my pig? So I had to put my pig down. And he's like, the next time you come down there, I'm going to teach you how to hunt. So I went down the following fall. We went deer hunting. I think I had a 270. That's what I went hunting with. And they just uh, push. So we, we yep. went through the woods. Um, then I, I was supposed to shoot a deer, shot a pig, a wild pig down there. I did a bunch of stuff. And, like, I never forgot it. And then, I you know, growing up, doing city stuff. And then as I got older, I got into a pistol competition. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to try hunting again. And I just went, I went to, I've, I've done all types of hunting or shooting or whatever you want to call it. I mean, I've hunted public land, private land. I've hunted a ranch, I've hunted overseas, and I make it my my goal every year to do something different, something wild, something crazy. So like nice. this year I did a, what did I do this year? I did a, my buddy has a game ranch up in Maine. I've done that a few times, went down to Georgia. I killed two pigs down there. Um, my bear hunt this year was crazy. Which congratulations on that. Pound. Thank yeah, you, thank that's you. That's nuts. Congrats. That was crazy. I didn't know how big he was until he turned around, and that was it. I was like, oh, no. It's over. But just to hear the dogs going crazy, like, was amazing. I mean, I've never seen an animal work so hard and be so smart. Unfortunately, one of the dogs got uh, swiped by one, by the bear, and it was like a family. They just started protecting her, and then the older ones came in, and they was just like, these little, I think they were coon hounds, against this 495-pound bear, you would think the bear was a chihuahua. They did not care. They, I'm looking like, I got all I got is a bow. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> Shoot. The dog's got more heart than you did. Way more heart. Way more heart. I need more heart. Way more heart. But then I remember, small plug, I had a Zeus on the tip. Yeah, and, uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I let it fly, and it did its thing. 
it dropped it, and that's all she wrote. Beautiful. That's, that would, what, and it was such a giant bear, man. Listen, we were, we were. I was trying to downplay. I was like, oh, it's like three hundred pounds. <laughs> nah, probably no. four. We get there and it gets on the scale, and we're like, no. <laughs> Literally, like people like that. We was in up in the Allegasho. I think the closest like town is it is um. Fort uh Fort Kent. Fort Kent. Literally, if not half the town showed up. Like people pulling over, old people, young people. Did like, they all have their teeth? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, some of them did. Some of them did. Some some of them did. <laughs> some. I can't say all. I mean no. people was taking pictures with my band, they was taking pictures with me. It was crazy. I was like, I've never seen a town that was so into hunting and that just was like they were in awe it's not like they've never seen a bear before it's it's Maine right. <laughs> like and they were just like oh that is so awesome can I take a picture I'm like sure I'll take a picture you get in a picture with me I'm probably on somebody's uh dresser right now <laughs> <laughs> oh it's, that's funny it's crazy their lifestyle up there bro you know, like I go up oh. there shed hunting for moose and moose antlers, and like that's what they do, man. Like they go up, they find the antlers, they sell them. That's how they make their money. Like there's not a lot up there, man. And like if no. you're not a guide or you're not, you don't have some type of specialty thing up there, you're just it's just not a thing. Yeah, you got to be retired or something too. Like yeah. there's a lot of retirees up there. It's literally, I think there was like one or two stores, and there was one big no two gas stations. It was crazy. I was probably like. I don't know, maybe four miles off grid. Like, no, no. I got Verizon. I usually have service everywhere. I had no mm. You can't hear me now. <laughs> yeah, sure can. <laughs> I was sitting there like, I wonder how many bodies is back here. We got to go. <laughs> Isn't it crazy once you get on some of them, the paper mill roads and how far, like, dude, it, it's scary how far it's you real can actually scary. go. And then, like a lot, everybody sounds like they're from Canada. But they they're are. Maine. No, they were. He's like, no, nah, I'm born from. I'm here from Maine. I'm like, for real? Why you sound Canadian? He's like, I don't know. I never thought I did. I was like, okay. It's the same <laughs> land. There's just a river dividing the two. That's the only difference. Well, I think my bear came from Canada because that's not a normal size bear. No, <laughs> not by any means. He swam over the wrong river. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So the Zeus did what it needed to do, though. Definitely, definitely. And I, I like shooting you. different heads. Like I got a ton of different heads. I only I go to the Zeus when I think I'm in trouble. Really? So like it's always I always put one in my quiver, and I like I had what was I had um some sawtooth A2 broadheads. I had uh, I had a Rage in there. I had a QAD. I had, I think I had some, I can't remember the other brother that I had. But like, I can shoot a ton of different brothers out of my boat. They all fly the same. But like, if some, if I know something's not going to happen right, I pull out my Zeus. Because I know I, if, when I shot the pig in um, Georgia, tried to straight through the skull, like, stopped it in his tracks. After that, I was like, all right, that's a bone crusher. If I need <laughs> to crush something, if I need to shoot through a shoulder, shoot through a bulletproof vest, I'm going to use the Zeus. Like, that's it. <laughs> Like I and I put it specifically in the last shoulder full of proof vest. Bulletproof, whatever. <laughs> if I gotta save the world, it is what it is. Like, right. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, 
had to it's, use it. It's it's I had I saw all your broadheads and I'm and you like to play with things and like see if different things work and this that and the other I thing love and it. I seen all the piles of it like at ATA man you're just dragging grabbing everything you possibly can to to throw into the quiver. I have to like. I'm a big firm believer in, like, I can't tell somebody about something if I've never used it. I can't tell you the good. I can't tell you the bad. I hate when people give, like, reviews on stuff, like, they didn't actually try to use or touch. So, like, if some, I get a lot of people ask me questions, like, what do you think of this head? If I haven't shot it, I don't know. I have no right. clue. I, I believe if you put anything in the right spot, it'll do its job. But quality-wise, will it hold up against a shoulder of a whitetail or of a bear or of a moose, I have no clue until I get to shoot it myself. Right. I can say the same Zeus that I shot the bear was the same Zeus I shot the pig with. And it's the same Zeus that Damn. I practiced with. So, like, I didn't change out blades. I didn't do anything. It's just it just break bone. Like, boom. I had a Ramcat diamond back that did the same thing. I called it body count. Killed nine animals with that same broadhead. So, like... <laughs> There's certain stuff nice. that I'll, I'll keep and I have to keep in a quiver for just in case. And Zeus is going to be my just in case. Wow. That's crazy. Now, now, did you find that like the spring inside worn down at all when you had shot through a skull or anything like that? Like, no, I didn't even know there was a spring inside until um, <laughs> Nick called. He, he sent me like a, a kit. He's like, hey, if you need to um, replace anything. And I'm like, what's the spring for? I didn't even know there was a spring in it. I didn't change anything up that broad. And I was like, nah, I think I think everything's good. <laughs> well, I haven't killed anything with the uh, Aries, though. I have those. It's I nasty, man. Oh, it's I, got, I don't know. I, gotta see. I don't know what's next. Something might go down this weekend. I, yeah. Do, do you know what's going to happen this weekend, or you don't know yet? I don't. I don't know. My it's a surprise for my wife, so I don't know. But she said it. It might be big, and I was like, "Ooh, I like big." I like big. <laughs> <laughs> what else is bigger than like Africa, bro? Like, what's bigger than a ton that? Of stuff? Really? What is like on the yeah. list for you? Number one is a grizzly bear. Ah, that's right. But it has to be the specific situation. It, I got to be like 10 yards from it. I got to hear it breathing. I got to, I got to be shaking. Like I need to be scared. I want all of that. <laughs> I don't want to shoot it from a boat. I don't want to be 50 yards away. I want to be right there. I want that whole Revenant movie happening. Just rah. plus it'd be cool. The bear probably be <laughs> Damn. confused looking at me. Like what's this hairless <laughs> little bear doing out here? <laughs> <laughs> like, come in, brother. Like, nah. <laughs> I was supposed to go do some elk and mule deer hunting in Oregon this year, but COVID nineteen messed that up. But this next year, yeah, I, got I time feel that, that one. It, oh, what, oh, they shut down the tags and all that stuff on you. Well, they they didn't want any uh, uh, non-residents to hunt. Oh, okay, they so you weren't able to down. get in. So I, I think like, that happened with a lot of states for a while there. Yeah, but then they found out they needed some money. So they opened everything back up. Yep. That's a big money maker, and I think that needs to be said. Like, in Massachusetts, it's kind of messed up. We kind of we can't hunt on Sundays, but uh, people can go jog. But yet, nobody puts in other than really hunters into the, you know, the forest the, um, and the public land like that. And 
they can't do nothing. They like they open up blue hills, but you got protesters out there, people cutting stands. Another reason why I won't hunt blue hills, but it's it's crazy. It's kind of funny that you bring that up, and I know this is kind of might be a touchy subject for some, but like as far as everything that's going on as far as public land and everything like that, like the the new federal act that Donald Trump just passed. It's that's a yeah. huge thing. I mean they they step. opened up I mean, they opened up millions of acres. I mean, how many acres was that, Stephen? I'm not good with numbers. I honestly, I can't tell you off the top of my head, but I can do a quick fact check. I mean, there was there was a lot of land that he had opened up, and the money that he's given back to the parks and to the public lands and all that stuff. So that's, I mean, it's that's huge, and that's something that we need now. You know, we like we definitely need that. Hopefully, hunters get to see it. Hunters do get to see it. A lot of that you know. does go back into the federal lands of the hunters and so on. So on. I'm, I'll explain this to you now. So a lot of people may know and probably say something in the intro, but like right now I'm on federal land right here. Okay. This is all soybean fields, standing soybean right here. It's all standing soybean. So real quick, it's 246 million acres. Oh, good, good. That was open to hunting? that is now open to hunting. Yeah. So that, that, that act that he had did was, had opened all that stuff up, which is huge, man. Yeah. It's 1.9 billion but, a year and it permanently funded the land water conservation fund, the LWCF. And, uh, it extended it to, what did I say? 246 million acres. So yeah, it, it opened, uh, giant percentage of land that's he's enough the, room for a standard too yeah and he's the <laughs> first president since theodore roosevelt to do something Say my name for the conservation. I, I mean <laughs> we do great things we do yeah, great right. things you know yep we do great things that's that's awesome right there like that's great so look, we yeah, it's one, of one great theo outdoorsman for president we're going to get another one yeah. <laughs> I don't think they want me in the office because uh, Congress will be shutting down during hunting season. We can't be doing no elections. Y'all going to have to vote in the summer or something like that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I'll be making endangered species tags just for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Mr. President, use your one power. I need another tag. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you think. Oh, man. Hunting be holidays. Take six weeks off. I'd be great. Oh, don't get me dreaming right now. So you so you've you've also hunted some other crazy places like Africa and and stuff like that too. Yeah, Africa was different. Um it's weird. There's so many different species of animal. In Africa, like, like some species, the male and females look nothing alike. I think it's the, the, the Nala, Yala, I believe. The male looks like it looks like a shaggy sheep, and the, and the female looks like a doe with tiger stripes. It's it's crazy. Um, I find it the first time I went over there was 2018. I shot a uh, a kudu. Nice. Um, a, a zebra or a zebra, as they say. It. Uh, zebra I shoot? uh i am paula in a uh albino um blessed buck and then really? that blessed buck was 
bus buck was like random. So was the the kudu. I didn't even go over there for a kudu. It just kept popping up. They was like, I don't know if you want one, but you definitely should go after him. We call him the great ghost. People come over here many a times and never see him. And I'm like, really? They just right there. They keep following us. <laughs> you don't got to ask me twice. So I smoked that thing. I think it was like 35 yards. Nice. It's like a big what, antelope. What Theo's not telling you is he likes to heart punch everything. Everything has to be heart punched for some reason. I don't know what it is with him. It's about the love. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be the heart, and it has like I personally also like shooting in shoulders because I hate tracking. Other people love blood trails. I do not. <laughs> it makes me so anxious. I I do not. I do not like blood trails at all. If I can immobilize any animal animal with one shot, I'm going to take it. But I build my arrows to to do that. Like you got people out here building shooting like. 300 grain arrows, you know what I mean? Shooting IBO speed and just, it's just poking. Oh, that broadhead was trash. It didn't pass through. I mean, <laughs> you're throwing a stick at it. You got to put a little bit of weight on it. <laughs> you know? So, so what are you, what are you, what are you doing that's different? Like, what weight are you running for something like this? So, I have a, my happy medium is 450. To 450. Right now, this year, I'm running 545 grains with 201 grains up front. Um, I shot that out of my 70 pound bow, out of a 76 pound, and right now, out of my, I got the new um, PSE uh, Expedite, the 2021, and that's at 82 pounds, and I'm shooting that same setup, getting uh, 290 out of it. Damn. uh, Wow. We swapped, we did some tuning. Um, The thing is, it's, I think they, rated it below its real speed, that thing is smoking. So, I mean, whatever I hit, it's definitely smacking. And I'm probably going to lose an arrow. So, it doesn't matter. But I build it for that for that one reason, like for bad shots. If, if an animal moves, I know I'm going to get two holes versus one. And once again, I need to drop it. I don't want it to run far or anything. I need to be able to shoot through bone. Anywhere, I can. Wow. and then that also comes to what broadhead you use. If I'm using a mechanical, like a like a Rage, or um, I got these new ones called Thrive, um, I'm not aiming for bone. If the bone's coming out on the other side, it is what it is. But I'm not going to aim for bone with a with a mechanical. I'm only waiting for a broadside shot or meat to meat. Um, but if I have bone, you already know what's coming out the quiver. It is what it is. That's right. <laughs> Like, you I, have those I'm, backups. I'm way too confident in that broadhead. It's bad. Like you don't understand. I like. I swear, I can blow up the moon right now. Like I'm shooting in the sky and like watch, crack, split the moon in half with deserts. <laughs> isn't it's it, crazy. Isn't it crazy how that thing's designed and what it does? Like it's it's mind blowing. People don't understand it, and they're always like, "Oh, all you do is talk talk about cutting the Zeus loose, talking about cutting the Zeus loose." Well. Bro, when you cut the Zeus loose, you have a whole different outlook on everything. I don't know. I think Nick might be a Greek god or something. Like, something <laughs> he like, is. He might be a Greek god because the way the thing flies is crazy. Like, I, I kind of wanted to try, um, it kind of looks like a Zeus, the thorn crown. Yeah, I've seen that. Yes. It looks like it looks like a torture thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, if, like, if you don't shoot it, it doesn't pass through, like. It just looks mean. Just like it, it, whatever's it, gonna run. It's like go, a giant grinder wheel. 
Yeah, it looks it looks nasty. I but, think I think we should get Theo's review on this. Listen, don't get me to buy no more broadheads, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I got another pack of broadheads that came in today. My wife's like, Are you serious? Like, what are you doing with all these? I got another pack, so I might grab them though. They're like seventy bucks. Broadheads are getting up there in price. So you just say to the just say to the wife, say say to the wife that you bought them for her. What? Why would I tell that lie? <laughs> that she no? would take them. <laughs> well, my wife shoots too. Uh, like yeah. she shoots, know, she hunts, she does all that stuff. I'm not sharing. I'm not sharing. Yep. She She's literally made me go too. buy her uh, a bow like two weeks ago. She's all right. Don't call her beast. I don't want to get oh. her head off. <laughs> There's no room for two big heads. No <laughs> I don't need that in my life. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Nah, You're talking hey, hey, to... You're talking to you're talking to two people that both are a solo sport, so definitely a solo solo sport. But I like when she comes with me because she gets all like crazy about it. She start talking like she start talking shit. She be like, "Baby, ready? You ready? Here it comes. It's coming. You better not miss. You miss. I ain't gonna talk to you no more. We're gonna get a divorce." I'm like, "Shut up! Just just let me work." (laughs) Oh, I love it. (laughs) That's how she was in Africa. She's like, you ready? He's like, don't you embarrass me. Don't you embarrass me. I'm like, what are you talking about? Be quiet. Let me shoot <laughs> You want me to shoot it? No. No. I got this. I'm, I'm okay. I'm a big boy. Because uh, she, she sat in the blind with you the whole time in Africa? Yep. With a, with a broken Achilles and a messed up hip. She skipped her hip surgery to come to Africa. Damn. As soon as she That's came incredible. back, she had hip surgery. Yeah, that's incredible, yeah, that, man. That's lockdown material right there. Yeah, she's not playing. She wasn't playing. She's like, I'm coming. Like, you should, I had to push her through the airport. It was crazy. It was crazy. She walked through the uh, the planes and stuff. Everything walked to the. I think they call it the hide, as we call it, a blind. She she sat in there, popping uh, uh, Tylenol every like six hours. I'm like, you good? Yeah, I'm all right. I'll be fine, babe. I'll be fine. We got to kill stuff. I'm like, okay, we got to kill stuff. She's over here taming African wildcats. She thought it was one of their pets. She's like, what's your cat's name? They're like, we don't have a cat. That's not a cat. That's an African wildcat. (laughs) Then it went up the tree and killed a tree baby. Some little lemur-looking things. Brought it back to her. I was like, yeah, don't let it in the room, please. That's funny. Theo's next. The thing's going to scratch his eyes out. He thought he had a bad problem with the Grizzlies. Wait. <laughs> listen, listen. It, it'd be right up on my wall, too. Yeah. <laughs> and get the Zeus. Get the Zeus and poke it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. So so not only not only with the hunting side of it, man, you're you're really big into the 3D archery also. I love 3D. I to me 3D is practice for hunting. Like literally, that's that's why I shoot it. And I mean, I sh- I compete in it. Uh, this year I got second in the the New England Classic ASA. Um, I'm the Rhode Island State champ for um, bow hunter freestyle um, nice. for field. Uh, I think last was, year I took. That was recent. That, that was because nobody showed up because of COVID. Nah. Please, I am COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I am COVID. 
I am Kobe. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. So, so you but, took, you took a couple of different championships then. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But I, I literally shoot with my hunting setup. Like I don't have a target bow at all. I shoot everything that that uh my PSE NTN um 33 the Dudley bow. That yep. same green bow is the same bow I shot the bear with. Same bow I shot some di- a, a doe down in North Carolina. Same bow I shot some pig with earlier this year. Same bow I shot the 3Ds with, the, the field archery. I don't change a thing. My my goal is to take my same hunting setup, compete with it, shoot it, get comfortable with it, and then take it back in the woods. If I can do that, I'm perfectly fine. I believe if, if I did buy a target bow and get a little bit more serious, I probably could compete a lot, go further, but I like what I'm doing now. I literally just shoot 3D and compete so I can be better in the woods. Wow. That's awesome, man. Like, that's all. It's, it must be those, it must be the Trader Jan's uh, special Wicked Twisted bowstrings. They give me, they give me some extra feet per second. I ain't gonna lie. We do, we call it, <laughs> we call it jillifying. We, we, we put a little, little something on it. Joe does they, the they know about Joeified. Oh yeah, that, I use that. Uh, yeah, well, I, I talk about it a little stuff. bit. <laughs> I I've been so we got the new um, strings. We usually use BCY stuff too. Yeah, but, you know, um, Bloodline. Well, we went to the ATA show, and the Bloodline guys were there. And he told me he's like, "Listen, use my stuff. I guarantee you, you will have extra feet per second." I was like, "You're lying." He's like, "I'm telling you." I was like, "Listen, I'm one of those people." I'll do it, but if it don't work, I'm going to call you out. I don't know if you want to put your business on the line like that, but I'll do it. He's like, go for it. We get back. I had bought uh, I bought like five colors. I was like, Joe, I want these, these, and these. Made me a set of uh, orange on my Obsession FX6. I got 11 feet per second fast. Damn. Wow. Like we, we, I didn't switch anything. We went from the stock string to that. We didn't change the rest, just made sure um, it was um, the ATA was correct, the poundage was correct, shot through the chrono, boom. I was like, what? So right now, every time I get those set of strings, I average anywhere from nine. The most I've ever got a, a, those strings, a set of strings with that fiber was six, almost 16 feet per second. I think it was like round 14, really. Whoa. But it was crazy. So I, I like it because... You don't have to wax them. They have a coating on it. Like, I don't know if it's like a Teflon coating or something like that. But I've shot it in rain. Um, I've shot it in the snow. I got the same set of strings on my bow. I haven't done anything to it. And they're shooting fine. I haven't lost any poundage. The stretch is great. Usually I go through about two to three sets of strings a year with the same bow. And I'm on the same set of strings. Wow. And so how, many, how many shots? is something like that rated for do they say is there like a rating i don't on know or something? but i personally shoot on an average like on the low end i do about maybe 60 shots a day gotcha like wow. that's the low end if high end shoot i get off work at 12 30 i get home around like one ish if it's up to me i'll shoot from one to five like when you hit me up early i was like i'm shooting yeah. what's up yeah. <laughs> like I literally just and I shoot till I get a good group uh, until I feel like the group is great and today I was shooting broadheads at uh, what was it 45 50 and 60 just letting them fly letting them fly letting them fly 
and then and that was all she wrote. But yeah, I, pro- I used to get about out of the BCY stuff, uh, a little bit over, I want to say like fifteen thousand shots. But that was when we were like right. going heavy into practicing. Me and John would shoot from close, which was at eight o'clock to about twelve in the morning, and just shoot, 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 smacking you, arrows, breaking them. You guys would do some crazy stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> we made up this game called Landmine where you uh we put a dime in the center and you're shooting in the dark and every shot you take, if you don't hit the dime, you pull out the arrow and you put a nail in it. And you hit that nail, you're gonna shatter your arrow. And we I don't know how we we just kept finding small places to miss. And I was like, This is driving me nuts. Like we just couldn't hit the dime. But we we did not break an arrow yet, so I mean I think that's something we might have to revisit. Yeah, <laughs> we, might have, we might have to come up to the shop and do it too. That one sounds fun. I ain't gonna lie. It's fun until yeah. you break a forty dollar right. arrow. We're in. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's yep. part of the game, man. That makes you that makes you a better shot. Nah, it makes no. you a total better shot. That that might make you get shot. My <laughs> wife might shoot me if she see another dozen arrows coming out. Yeah, that's like, a valid point on both sides. Uh, I'm trying to live out here. I like to do yeah. fun things. I'm not trying to go. It's so now playing devil's advocate in Trev's perspective. I I can agree with him because in that situation, every shot literally matters. That's the difference between keeping your arrow and losing it. True. So every shot matters. And you know, if you hit the dime, you're you. still gonna mess it. You still gonna mess up your arrow if you hit the yeah. dime. Yeah. Right. But all you gotta <laughs> do is lose one arrow. <laughs> you know, instead of twelve. <laughs> hit the diamond, no, you're done. good. <laughs> I'm done. One shot, I'm all set. No, thank you. I'm all set with that. Yeah. I but I'm with you on your too perspective on too. It. Yeah, forty bucks an arrow. Yeah, that shit adds up real quick. Real quick, like this year, I I purchased. <laughs> oh, this is embarrassing. Uh, sixteen bows. I went through sixteen, Damn. 16 See, bows this year. I got like I was habit. saying, Theo. The, yeah, I was gonna say Theo just likes to try shit. Whatever it is, I literally man, do. buy it and try it. If you build a bow, yeah, but that's and say, the thing. Now go ahead. That's a, I, oh, I said, if you build a bow and you say it shoots this fast, I'm going to buy it. And I'm going to see if it shoots that fast. If it don't, it might stay with me. It might not. Right now, I'm running out of room. Like, I already ordered two <laughs> two new uh, PSCs that are coming out. And I think I might go I might go grab one of those elites because my buddy's talking them up. So Really? I got I to gotta see what the hype's about. The new Remedy? Is that, is that the uh, one? Uh, is that, I think that's, it might be the one It's whatever the one that's a 34 ATA and a six and a half. I think it's six and, and a half brace height. Uh, 34 ATA is my, 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 uh, my go-to. I think this Cause they had just, they I'm just, with you there. they're just, they're just they releasing three. the new ones now. Yeah. They're, they're great bows, man. I, I know no, you got no. one. The cure. The names are killing me. The okay. cure. So <laughs> you got the yeah. Elite Encore and the Remedy and the Embark. 
So in your case, which I one's thirty four ATA? Yeah, yeah. The remedy 34 is thirty four ATA. Yeah, I gotta see what it's about. But you know what kind of you see the hat? It is what it is. Yeah. So, you know. Hey, okay, I'm not so. sponsored, so there's no plugs. All right. No, <laughs> no, no you're good. You're, you're good. But I, I do want. I, I gotta say that for the world. They're like, no, he's saying it. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sponsored no, no. by any so, yeah, so I'm not going to say that you're shooting or you shot the NTN 33 because you were like a Dudley follower. You bought it because it looked like a good Definitely. bow. Definitely. I literally got that bow because that was the only one they had. between. Because I would I bought, and then right after I bought the NXT 33, which is the same exact bow, um, right. just not the Dudley version. Um, I do like Dud. I like John. He's cool. Shout out to John. But, um, I mean... That I'm in love with the Evolve cam itself. I just love the cam. It's very efficient in any draw lift that you use it in. So that's what um, draw drew me to it. So once I got to shoot one, I was like, I got to have one. Let me get one. And then I ended up with six of those. <laughs> now I got four. No, I got I got three left. Three left. <laughs> Theo's got a bad Two obsession, bro. He's got a bad I obsession. Do. But I don't like I don't do nothing. Like I go to work, come home, take care of my family, play high five, beat the kids up, give my wife hugs, and on all I ask for is to hunt and shoot my bow. That's all I, and that and that's what they give me. So that's all I want, and that's all I go for. Nice. You know? So what's your what's your what's your nine to five, Theo? I'm a train conductor. I hang out come on, on the choo choo. Kid you not. Where's my hat? Oh, I'll show you right now. I'm I in love my truck. You love trains? Please don't tell me you're a train buff, please. No, 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 no. I love when Theo walks to work or jogs to work when he was working out and he's wearing his train conductor suit and there he is. I'm Look a at train you. Hat. You know what I'm saying? Choo choo. Choo all of them. Now we don't say all aboard. We say get yeah. on, we about to leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's Boston, check. bro. <laughs> Can't it's Boston. It. We're nice. Boston people is nice. What you mean? No, we're not. No, we're They're not New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to talk about New York. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait, y'all, you in between. You're Connecticut. You go either side sometimes. Yeah. You got to go right. either side. Yeah. Yep. I'm the middleman. <laughs> and I, I'm, just, I'm just down here looking up there watching you guys in the north shaking my head. Where you, where you from? I'm, I'm down in Virginia. Oh, wait. Northern Virginia or Southern Virginia? Uh, I'm actually Southwest Virginia. I'm oh. up in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Yeah, okay. You know what that means. You was asking about the people having teeth in Maine. <laughs> you have no yeah. idea. Trev got to experience it. Listen, I got experienced by accident. We took the wrong turn. I was like, we uh, will it you up there, John? I was like, oh my God, we yep. have to go. Yep. You you <laughs> ran into some of them mountain mutants we got up here. I sure did. You you show is purdy. I was like, oh my God, I am. I gotta go. I'm a handsome man. I can't be up here. <laughs> you, like, you sure got a purdy mouth. <laughs> you sure do. I was like, I got to go. Barbara Jean, come here, Barbara Jean. I was like, no. You got to see I'm, this. I'm finna get married off. I was like, wedding, man. That shit's real down here. I bet a shotgun wedding is real down there. I'm uh -huh. all set with that. 
what what were you doing down there, Theo? I was on my way to North to Conway, North Carolina, to my buddy Bubba's house. Oh, how did that school. go? It was awesome. I love going down there. I'm going. I'm moving down there. I'm going to live in North Carolina. I don't know if my wife know, but we moving. Yeah. <laughs> it's just happening. Um, See, Trev, we have a I'm ball down there. It it's it's the best. They, they they have, like, one of the earliest seasons other than, like, I think South Carolina has the earliest season. Um, but they start, like, the second week of September or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they're and on and running. Right now, they're, they're already – Right now, they're running. They're starting and, to run. Yeah. Um, we got a property actually on the Virginia-North Carolina border, literally on the state line. And Hey, that's – you're probably not far from us. We're, like, 15 minutes from Virginia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're right there literally – we're exit three on 95 yep. going down into North Carolina and yeah. our cameras are going nuts right now. We got hot does popping. It, it, it's getting they got wild. Some big there. bucks. They got some big bucks now. Small bodies, but giant racks. Yeah. Swamp monsters, swamp donkeys. <laughs> they got them. I was like, man, and they got some big bears. Oh Yeah. I was in one of our stands called uh, Blue Sky. Yep. I don't know why we call it Blue Sky because you can't see the sky. It's way too many trees. <laughs> I'm in the stand and I see all the, it's getting dark. I see all these like big black blobs moving around. I'm like, I'm tripping. Maybe I'm hungry. Like, what is that? Now I hear them chomping their teeth. I'm like, oh, but there's bears here. He goes, yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, you wasn't going to tell me? <laughs> He's like, yeah, we throw the gut piles and stuff behind your stand. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, just get down and make some noise. Man, I probably lost about, I don't know, six arrows. Because I was just like, I tried running. Arrows was falling. It was like a horror movie. And like, you could hear them scattering. But I didn't know if they was running away or running at me. <laughs> right? You're supposed to play dead. Oh, it gets field, wild down there. I ain't playing dead. Nah, uh -uh. <laughs> mm -mm. ain't no horror movie nah. where a black person lives running in the woods. All right, I'm not doing. That. <laughs> I got to go. Uh, <laughs> bet. Mm -mm. I was. Uh, I was. Oh, I remember mean, we was in hunting camp, and they was like, "If it's brown, it's down." I was like, uh, "Excuse me, uh, does that mean like you know brown in <laughs> Hold general?" Hey, back it or up. Brown <laughs> Oh no, brother! We wasn't talking like that. I was like, I was just making sure. Woo! I was a <laughs> Time to go. Wow. Nah, that's, oh, wild. that's fucking hilarious. Yo, that's the fun part. Like for me, when I when I go hunt, like I do a lot of outfits. One because I'm I'm lazy. It's in my work schedule. Like I literally get about three weeks of vacation. So like, for me to go scout, like I work my new shift. It changes Monday. I work from seven in the morning till six at night i don't have time to get in the stand but on one day which would be saturday can't hunt on sunday here for me that somebody would probably be hunting out of my stand or stealing it, it's not worth it for me to do one day it drives me nuts so like when i have time off i my wife allows me to take two weeks sometimes three weeks of my whole vacation to go do some hunting and i do outfits all over um and for me it's not even actually hunting it's me get to meet people from all over and I be having these guys dying. They be crying, laughing. It was like one guy. I remember one guy. <laughs> he said, "Hey man, you want some face paint?" I was like, "What am I gonna do with that?" He's like, "Put on your face." And I, what color is your face paint? He's like, "It's brown." I was like, 
brother, look at this. I'm good. Hello. If I don't smile, we good. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God. So I've never heard nobody say. He was all turning red. He's like, should I laugh? I'll go ahead and laugh. It's hilarious, brother. It's hilarious. Hilarious. And I find that to oh, be like, great. that brings people from all over, no matter what political side or what culture side you're from, like hunting for me personally has brought me closer to everybody. Like I get to meet people from all, especially on social media. I'm talking to a guy from Portugal who hunts, um, talking about hunting pigs. And I'm like, I've hunted pigs. I've hunted pigs here, um, down South up North. And I'm like, they're similar. You, you got to hit them in the um, quarter in a way. You want to get that hog shield and I'm giving them pointers. I sent them some broadheads. I sent them, uh, what I sent. Um, Muzzy, well, not Muzzies, I'm sorry, Musaki abroad has MBS 100s. They're, they're pretty much, it's um, John Musaki is the son of Muzzy. Um, so he recreated the broadhead again and started selling them. I sent him some of those and he smacked like four hogs. He's like, these are amazing. He was getting like cheap broadheads from like eBay. And they never, oh, none of them man. weighed the same. I'm like, yeah, you can't, you got to buy a little. I mean, most broadheads are made in China, but they have higher tolerances because they're being paid for by American companies. But um, those Musakias, were, they're made in New York, upstate New York. And I sent them over because I had about like three or four packs. Sent them over a pack, and he's been loving those ever since. But it just it gets me to meet other people. I've been getting in, in touch with others. Like, um, that's how I had the uh, Oregon hunt all set up. It's my, my buddy Nick Collins, um, and it's, it's cool. Like, his family owns a ton of land. He got cousins that are warden, so we you know where stuff is at. And he's like, yeah, you need to do this and this. I'm like, well, what do I need? And I talked to his cousins. Like, you need that. You need to have at least 80% let off. I'm like, all right, I'll buy a new bow for that. Well, I have a bow, but, you know, I use that excuse. It's, I hope my wife yeah, don't see this. Good my, excuse. I hope you <laughs> you need That's to on you. This part out. <laughs> but, uh, I'll but, put a big bleep yeah. in there. Just go, bleep. We did that, and it just it just opens up, and I'm like, I'm I'm opening up to people who don't even hunt. Like I got people right. at my job right. saying, "Cut the Zeus loose," like they don't even know what that means. They ain't never hunted in their life. They just seen it on a hashtag, and they'll say it to start conversation. Like it's cool stuff, and I get to explain people like, "Oh, why do you kill animals?" I'm like, "Why do you wear leather shoes?" And they're like, "Cause they're comfy." And I'm like, "Well, they're tasty." And it helps with population, right. so you don't crash your car into them, you know, stuff like that. And it just opens right. doors to stuff. My my son, because of homeschooling, my youngest, um, he likes to sit on a couch because I have my zebra rug on the wall, and literally he makes sure the class and hey, you see my zebra? I got a zebra up there. And I'm like, no, no, don't do that. No, stop. Wait a minute. <laughs> but they asked for on um show and tell day um one time they asked can he bring something in i think i let him what did he bring he brought one of my pig skulls um and they thought that was pretty cool i was like sweet by the way speaking of the skull i think i might need something done after this weekend buddy so make all sure right. you come back in two weeks all right all right i'll be back i promise you just <laughs> put it in the freezer and i'll take care of you theo no problem it, it, it might be too big to go in the freezer we don't know Oh, all right. Well, you just let me know. I will take care of it. <laughs> That's what I like about. that. I like too big to go in the freezer. But so, so I, as far as like when I just lost train of thought because we were talking about skulls. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> he got when, sick, <laughs> Yeah, I did. Big time. Squirrel. Oh, squirrel. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, 
as far you get a lot of hate also from like when you killed your giraffe and stuff oh like that. Oh my god. I was getting hate mail. I was getting people threatening my wife and kids online, but I mean, I looked at their profiles. I wasn't it was coming from like Austria and stuff like that. But it was crazy. I, they was like, why'd you kill the giraffe? I was like, what kind of giraffe was it? People don't know this. Like, I think there's four or six different species of giraffe. You know, so I'm like, which one's in danger? And I'm like, this one wasn't in danger. This one was endangering others. So when I went over there, I had no intention of going after a giraffe. What was happening was this giraffe, um, he couldn't reproduce anymore. And he was just like the Mike Tyson of giraffes. He was beating up every new male that came into the herd that wanted the, the females. And the females didn't want him because they know he can't do nothing for them. So they had to take him out for the sake of the herds. And I got offered a chance to go after one. I'd probably never hunt a giraffe again due to it being a very hard hunt. It's not an easy hunt. They can see real good. And when they run, they cover ground. I mean, 400 yards oh, yeah. in a matter of seconds. And at the time, I was about 290 pounds walking through Africa, hot. So, and that wasn't for me. I was like, I don't know how they do this. There's no way I'm from here because it's way too hot and I can't breathe. And that shot was about, uh, it was 85 yards. I had to take, that was as close as I could get to getting a shot at it. Wow. Big animal, tough, real, oh my God, thick skin. The skin's like, I don't know five six inches thick it's like it's like leather upon leather it's thick and before you get and then the bones are even huge i had a uh, a small rib to to eat off of giant and the, the meat's very grainy it tastes similar to venison but it's just really grainy it's i would stew the meat i wouldn't like you know cook it right. as you cook everything else but you would have to stew that meat but it fed a lot of people a lot of people about 11 families it was yeah. a lot and, and of meat and that's what a lot of people don't understand. When you hunt over there, that meat isn't going home to your freezer. That that meat's going to the locals. You're it's providing the, locals. the tribes. It goes to the to the to the workers that live on like a lot of people that work on the um the ranches, they live there most of the year. So it feeds them and their families. And these people, some of them have families of six to eight, you know. So like that's meat. It was uh I think that and a giraffe was about 2,300 pounds. You probably got about a little bit, almost a, about a thousand pounds or close to it of meat. And I mean, they came in, so it fed the people there. And then they had trucks come up and they were taking, they took my wildebeest. I had a wildebeest while I was there. Um, I got a warthog. Um, and it just, just to see the people where it was going to and how they was just spreading it out, like nothing goes to waste it, not a thing. And people, and it, it helps a lot of people. It also brings money into the community. Right. We went there, we went shopping. I mean, the American dollar at the time when I was there was $14. So, True. I mean, yeah, money goes a long way. The U.S. dollar goes a long way in South Africa. So, I mean, people, we need all forms of hunting. And when people poach, they poach because most places stop the hunting. Because without hunting, there's no money going into the land to pay the people to protect the animals. You know what I mean? And like, when you go to places, you'll see fences. The animals can jump over those fences. That's nothing. I've seen a, a it was a, a herd of a, a wildebeest. The first like um, line ran into the, the, the electric fence and broke it. I think a few died and then the rest ran out. Like if they want to leave, they can get out. Those fences are for people and poachers who try to come in and kill game and cull herds without, you know, 
permission or, you know, taking care of stuff. Like, um, they showed us, we was up in the mountains, and when we go to sleep, they lock down, literally lock down the whole place. You're locked in. You can't get out. There's steel um, doors come down. It's crazy. And I'm like, why do you do this? Because people come in, they, they raid, they rob, they kill. They, they'll try to kill the animals. Um, so we have to protect ourselves by any means. He's like, through you guys coming here, we're able to provide, pay for for security, pay for protection, buy ammo and stuff like that. So it goes a long way. It goes a very long way over there. And a lot of people don't understand yeah. that, like, they think that it's such a bad thing that Africa, because you're killing uh, a kudu or a giraffe or something like this, is that it's bad. But it's the same thing as being here and killing a whitetail. Like, they're overpopulated. Mm-hmm. And the ones that you are, you're doing the conservation and managing the ones like your giraffe that yep. was, you know, not in the herd anymore. Or, you know, like the whole Cecil yep. thing when they pushed that line out of the pride. And a lot of people don't understand that it, that's steps of conservation. And us as American people, mm-hmm. we, a lot of them don't understand what it's actually going on over there, but they're trying to make a judgment on it. Um, yeah, and then they'll they'll see like a fence, and they're like, "Oh, shooting!" Let me tell you, it was like one one ranch over there was like almost thirty thousand acres. Like you, I saw one fence going in. You didn't see one after that. It's so much room. You might not see nothing. Like these animals can run free. Like literally, you can't see. They'll be gone. You gotta you gotta walk. You gotta put put the work in, and they only. They usually just hunt like water and and food. The animals come to drink and they come to eat, and that's pretty much it. Other than that, you're gonna be you're gonna be looking for them. And there's wild like there was leopards on the on the property, and leopards kill for fun. Those are the only cats mm-hmm. I believe you cannot tame. You can tame a lion, you can tame a tiger, but you cannot tame a leopard. It cannot become a pet. It will always be a wild cat. No. And those things were crazy. We saw like carcasses hanging in the tree. My wife's like, what's that? I was like, oh, it's, it's an ornament, babe. It's an ornament. Don't worry about it. Just keep it moving. Yeah, you don't mess around with them, dude. They're just kill to kill. They don't play they, around. They do not play around. They're giant cats that just kill. They'll treat you like a mouse. Like, I'm all set with that. It's it's kind of crazy. And, like, it's one of those things. Like, Africa is one of those things. Like, I hear about it a lot. Um, I have a really close friend that I used to live with and he's one of my best friends and he's, he's hunted over there and his family's from over there, but he, he's invited me over there and I'm kind of like hesitant because everything over there wants to kill you, whether it's the bugs, the snakes, the people, the animals, like it's a, it's, you're on edge while you're there. I'd imagine. I, I'm, if I had to pick a place that was like literally on edge, it'd be Australia. Cause they literally got everything that can kill you in Australia. Really? Africa, not so bad. Like right. I didn't get bit by no mosquitoes and nothing. There was a, a black mama on um, the second time we went there, but I mean, Australia, man, you got, I hate, I, I hate spiders. Like literally hate spiders. They got all kinds of spiders that can kill you in Australia. I'm all set. And then they got kangaroos. <laughs> and they the kangaroo box. song the kangaroo song <laughs> i'm not messing with no kangaroo i'm not messing with no king i want to hunt one though i'll do it but... do they allow you to hunt them oh yeah oh yeah oh, oh yeah, yeah. You, they can't get enough they they want people but it's but i don't understand how they want people but the, the prices that they would charge to go hunt kangaroo unless you know somebody with some land it's expensive. Really? It's not a cheap hunt. Right. You, you you have a better chance hunting a uh, 
what's it called, an Asianic buffalo or whatever they have over there, you have a better chance yeah. and cheaper to hunt a buffalo than a, a, a kangaroo. Really? It's crazy. Have you hunted yeah. there before? Nope. I looked into it. And nah. then I thought about spiders, and I was like, nah, I'm all set. It wasn't yeah, even the money for me. It was it was the spiders. I, was, <laughs> I can't do that. Right. You know, I can't do that right now. Can't do no spiders. No, thank you. Ugh, I couldn't imagine. I'll, I'll chase a polar bear head on, but I won't mess with an itsy-bitsy spider. It's just not happening like that. This is yeah. coming from the guy who wants to hand wrestle a grizzly bear at 10 yards with a Zeus, and he's worried about a That's spider. That's different. I'm that's have, listen. There's no superhero called Polar Bear Man or Grizzly. It's Spider Man, bro. It's Spider Man. <laughs> like I'm not messing with it. The truth to it's that. It's real. It's real. Nah, I'm all set with that. But and I'm jealous, man. You out there in the woods chasing big yeah. bucks? Yeah, I I had to take off the night, but that's all right, man. We're we're out here. It's starting to rain now. Probably do some driving scouting after this is all said and done and trying go. to see what's going on. I'm down here for, what, 12 more days or something. Steven's coming to join me on Friday. Okay. I decided off the hip to just come down early. So, sure. I'm thinking about what I do. going to uh, Maryland to go do, uh, what is it, uh, Axis did. Oh, Sika. 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 Yep. I got I a guy telling me go he got he got – He's like, well, come January, because in January they hit the feed hard because it's cold. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can get two or three in one day, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. my type of deal. I like, I like shooting two or three. I just don't like the cold. I ain't never been this skinny in a long time. So, <laughs> bro, it, it I, will be cold, and it's not easy. You're gonna be in the I'm marsh not, the whole time. I'm not built for that right now. Isn't it crazy, Theo? Because you're going through the same thing I went. Th- I'm going through right now. Like, yeah, I'm man, you here. slimmed down. Yeah, I was. I was just about to ask you about that. Oh man, you're here looking you like Magic Mike and stuff. What's going on? <laughs> None. I, I tell you, I, I'm. I never in my entire life had this many layers on in the middle of it's in the beginning crazy, of November. Bro. I'm like, I got, I got on a long sleeve t-shirt, a wool shirt, and my broadside sweater, bro. I am fucking bro. freezing. I've never bro. been like this in my life. I'm literally just winter. I'm about to be wearing some of my, um, my skins. I'm gonna wear my pelts. I'm just gonna wear it under my clothes. Like I'm not doing this. Like I can't. Like, and I'm looking at people who are skinny walking around. I'm like, you just got on a hoodie. You, it's cold outside. Like this is crazy. <laughs> we've we've never had to experience that. At no, I've I've had insulation my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Like the skinny stuff is. Do you first. feel? Do I feel better? Do you feel that that it's yeah? I feel. I tell you this. I shoot better. Yeah. I was gonna literally. ask. So, so literally, I shoot better. Changed, has it changed? So has it changed like your life? Has it changed like your hunting abilities? Has it changed your obviously your shooting abilities? You're saying like what has it done for you as as being in a fitter, better? Well, well, I, look, we can go from the bottom. I'm 32 years old. I was on. I had high blood pressure. I was diabetic. Had sleep apnea. Um, so not now. I don't take anything. I don't. I don't take any meds. I take vitamins. That's about it. So that aspect is. Hundred times better, knowing that I can wake up and go to sleep. I'm not going to die in my sleep. Um, I could run with my kids. Um, I'm. I got big into like weightlifting, and it, 
that right there helps with my form. I, I have a lot, I'm a lot more stable at draw. I'm, I shoot, I've always shot 80, 80 pound bows, but like to me, 80 pounds is literally like 70 pounds. And 70 pounds is like breaking a bow in half. So like drawing, being able to draw smooth and then especially I can see it in a situation where you're stiff or you're cold. I still have that extra muscle to go pull through with the shot. Um, hiking, when we, when you, when you hound hunt, you got to move. You're running through the woods. You got to get to where the oh, dogs yeah. are at. You're moving. Whether they're there and if they're only a hundred yards, we was 400 yards in. I was flying, jumping, running. If I did that last year, I'd probably be, have a heart attack on the third step. Like right. I was moving. And, and then it took us about five hours to get the bear out. But like my energy, my stamina, I was going to go. I mean, I think it's one of the best things. That's why you see some of the top um, archers and hunters, you know, especially a lot of the TV, like you got Aaron Snyder, um, you got Levi, you got Dudley. A lot of those dudes, they take their workout ethic and campaigns. Like you got to be in shape. Being in shape just makes you a better hunter as in being able to keep up, keeping your breathing, stamina, being able to pull, draw, it, it helps a lot. I thought it didn't because I was like, I was always strong enough to pull, but like me compared to what I was last year, I believe I'd outshoot myself from this year to last year. I definitely outrun myself oh, yeah. and outhunt I, myself. 100% believe it. It's, it's I can, crazy. I can get in a tree stand without worrying about what's the weight. <laughs> and, and that's, <laughs> and that, that's where I'm at with it, dude. Like I was 280. I'm like 218 last time, 215 when I had weighed myself. And I'll tell you, as I feel a whole different ball game, like you know, hiking and being in the woods and you know, going up a tree. And you know, I was struggling at times, you know. And now you just mm -hmm. feel so much better. Your energy's there, and all you want to do is go, 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 go. And go, it's go, just, go. it's it's incredible, man. It's that's, it's, it's one a, of those things that it's it's just changed my life. I, I wish that was pushed more in the industry. Um, hunt, health and hunting go together. They both start with an H. They both prolong. I mean, why hunt clean meat, organic meat, be an organic meat harvester, as they call it, and not be healthy? I mean, right. you you're, you're, you have the tools to do it. Why not? And the stuff you like to do, you need to be in shape to do it. I, I, I want everybody to be healthy. I want everybody, you know, start eating cleaner, get into the diet, start training, more reps in. I mean, it helps with everything. It, it prevents injuries. People, oh, you're going to get a shoulder injury. Well, you won't have to use your shoulder muscle if you work out your back. Mm -hmm. your, your big muscles will come in to play when you start pulling draw weights that you can, that's comfortable for you. 80 pounds for me is easy. Do I have to shoot 80? No. I like shooting 80 because I can shoot a heavier arrow faster. That's it. Because I will take a longer shot than most. I'm confident in myself. Should I be? Maybe not, but I will. Um, but like, it just makes everything. I had, my wife's now into working out. She went from pulling a 35 pound bow to 46. She, um, the other day she pulled my 50 pound, um, PSC Mach one. Like, so she, her nice. goal is to get to a 65 pound bow. And you know what? I believe she's going to get there and it's Hell just yeah. going to make her only it's very important. Definitely be able to pull weight in it. Just because she, she said, just because she'd be able to pull 65, she won't shoot 65. She might shoot 60. That'll make 60 a lot easier when you can pull five, five pounds more. So, I mean, being being a lot more healthy had changed everything for me. It, it's big. I felt like I got an extra 50 years of life. 
it, it's awesome. I, it's the I'm, truth. I'm I, all about I, it, man. Hopefully, I don't go back, but I'm trying my no, best. You not won't, to. bro. Yeah, it's tough, but it's one it of those is. things, and I, I totally agree with you. I think that everybody should should change their lifestyle and and yeah. eating better and healthier. I wish I did it at a younger age, man. I did it at Me 30. Too. I mean, it's it should have been done at a such younger age, man. I would have, I couldn't imagine where I'd be today if it wasn't for that. You'd you know? be out running Cam Haynes right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> You'd be out running Cam Haynes. Right we can, now. we can only hope, man. So we always ask one question. And that one question is, what drives you outdoors, Theo? My wife. No, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what drives me outdoors is my God-given right as an American citizen. It's my, it's my freedom to be walking these, this beautiful earth, hunting the lands that, we, that we, they provide us and that we provide them with our taxes. Freedom gives me, drives me to go out in the woods. That's it, to be free. I love it. That's that's probably one of the better answers, yeah, to be yeah, honest. I, it's cut dry. It's simple. It's it, that's what it, it is, is, man. And uh, people forget that part. That it's it's a it's a privilege to have this stuff. It's a it's a big privilege. It's 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 something that you shouldn't take for granted because it might not be there. It might not be there when our kids get older. You know, right, my right. kids love playing outside. They want to do what I do, and I want them to do what I do, and I want their kids to do what I do, and. And they're on my great grands and the grands after that. I want them all to do it. That's oh, yeah, that's man. very important, man. That's that's oh, yeah. very important. And <laughs> there's and not I, much you I, can I, say I, more than that. <laughs> can can you adopt me? Because you got a, you you're a killer. <laughs> you that's just the right family to be growing up in. <laughs> I mean, hey, you can come join. You might have to fight the little <laughs> ones, though. They they rough. They yeah, rough. I see. I see. I watch. They, they rough. They got no fear. My five-year-old, he's definitely a killer. He's going to be a killer. I know it. I know it. He's like, Daddy, I'll wrestle with shark. I was like, okay, okay. I asked him if he wanted to go fishing. Right. He's, like, you, he's like, you fish for sharks? I'm like, me? No. He's like, then I don't want to go then. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> Kid's an animal. I love it. That's he's what's up. Uh, that's what Hell it's yeah. all about. Hell yeah, man. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you also? Because I know you got some cool YouTube shit and some cool Facebook stuff. And I know you've done some crazy things too with your, uh, <laughs> what, was that, what was that crazy Matthews bow that you built? Oh, man, you brought that video up. They're going to hate me for that. <laughs> uh, that video was hilarious. He was making fun of, you know, how Matthews, they just changed the length of their bows and they got the giant windmill cams and stuff like that. So we built one. It was hilarious. Everybody, when we got to the ATA show, hey, you're that guy that did that. I was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was me. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you can find me on Facebook, Theodore Hartman, nothing, nothing special on uh, Instagram. Uh, it's King Shaka 88 YouTube. I do not know my YouTube name. But if you type in the bows that I shoot, like PSE or um, Obsession that I shot, Yo, yo, I'll pop up somewhere on there. Definitely, I'll pop up saying something crazy or doing something wild. Um, but or you could come by my shop that I'm always at, Trader James Archery Pro Shop in Fall River, Mass. Or hit them up online. Um, send me a message. Send them a message if you got any questions. I don't know everything, but I can find the answer for you. Um, but yeah, just hit me up. I'm all for it. I'm all for helping people. Awesome. Well, brother. Really can't thank you enough for having you on here again. No there's two weeks in a row that we have laughed pretty much the whole time. 
So that's a good thing. Yeah, dude. Keep that's that stuff thing. rolling. I mean, people know you for that. When we set this up, Trev goes, This this is gonna be a side stitcher the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But uh I, I think what you're doing is absolutely great, not only for the individual, but for the industry. You know, you're showing a whole different side and you're bringing, and I don't want to make this sound wrong in any way, but you're proving that it doesn't matter if you're white or if you're black or if you're white brown or, black, or if you're Asian matter. or Korean. I mean, it doesn't matter. It don't matter. It don't if matter everyone's if you're from the game. city, if you're from the woods. I was going. To, I was. I was trying to make a show called uh, "What Was It From the Hood to the Sticks." <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I I think you ought to go with "From Robin to the Hood." <laughs> from Robin to the. I don't know. I might get arrested with that. That title. You never know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. From, from Robin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But but that's Look just it, man. And, but isn't it crazy? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to. No, (laughs) but it's crazy how the industry allows you. Yeah. Sorry. The the industry allows you to, it doesn't matter who you are, what your creed, what your political views, nothing. We all are a family Uh here. Yeah. And that's what people got to understand. Get past that. Get past all that and get to the woods. Cause in the woods, we all the same. Hell yeah. We all the same because we all gonna be in camo. Well, I'm not gonna be in all camo <laughs> with the melanin. But you know, we we all gonna be there. We all for, there for one purpose. We there because we love the outdoors. We want to get some meat in the freezer, and we just like shooting stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. And I, I hope more people get into it, get into the outdoors, get into the to the um the industry of archery, just shooting or, or shooting guns, shotguns, clays, and learn the sport and take up on it. Cause it's a dying sport. The archery industry is hurting. The hunting industry is hurting and we need to bring it back, but we also need manufacturers to bring it back too. All yep. right. I can afford pricey bows, but right now a lot of people can't and you gotta, you gotta get it back, wind it back down to the people, give them something that they can shoot that they also can afford, you know, but that's that's all I'm looking for. Hell yeah, man. Well, keep doing what you're doing. We're definitely gonna we'll keep do. following along. And uh anything we could ever do for you, man, you let us know and we're gonna make it happen. All right, I'll hit y'all up. Y'all stay. Stay yeah. safe. Shoot brown. Don't don't shoot me, but shoot brown <laughs> and keep it going. I'll check y'all later. All right, all right. brother. Greatly, yeah, greatly appreciate it. And uh for all you guys out there listening. Thanks for taking the ride right here on the Outdoor Ride.